This podcast is based exclusively on the real-life experiences of two bisexual cis women and their internet research. Sexual identity is deeply personal and influenced by intersecting identities, demographics, and circumstances. Rose and Annie do not speak for the bisexual experience of all individuals or the bisexual experience as a whole. In short, they don't know shit. Thanks for listening. Are you guys nervous? No. No. <laughs> but you, you know, Rose has a real aggressive move into the mic. Uh, <laughs> I I always talk like really close to the microphone, like maybe close too close. Am I too close to the microphone? They're never gonna know what you said, babe. Oh, sorry, I'm over here too. <laughs> we should say we have special guests today. Very special guests. Sorry. Very special guests. <laughs> Significant people. Significant others. Ooh, nice. Ooh. I was going to say it. Uh, should we? I'm, I'm Rose, and I use the pronouns she and her. I'm Annie, and I use the pronouns she and her as well. And who are you? My name is Dylan, and I use the pronouns he or him. Oh, that clears it up. And you? And I'm Cassandra, and I use the pronouns she her. And we're here to provide some context about the bisexual experience by sharing stories, getting advice, and talking about queer people we like. Today we have special guests, Dylan and Cassandra. They are our lovers. I was going to say significant others. Lovers. She's more than a lover to me. Not me. I'm purely a lover. Dylan's just meat. (laughs) That's not true. I'm sorry, I ate another skin. (laughs) Whenever he's far away from the mic, just assume it's Skittle time. Have you ever been on a podcast before? I have been on a podcast before. I was, I w- was and am on a podcast with you, Annie. Can I say your last name? No. Or is that blowing you up? Bleep, You'll bleep, bleep it, up. it out. Annie. Bloop, 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 bloop. And, uh, it's we a beautiful have a, last name. <laughs> Annie. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> and we have a podcast called Test Buddies. Uh, and I've also been on a podcast called The Bradshaw Boys with my friends who watch... Um, Sex in the City for the first time. Yeah, we talked. We talked about Sex in the City here the other week, and we panned it. We gave it a zero out of five. I think it's pretty, pretty, pretty problematic. They have a, a really tough episode where Carrie dates a bisexual dude, and the whole time mm-hmm. is just like, how biphobic can we be? Yeah, I mean the th- the problem is is that there was a lot of really troubling things that went on in that show. But it was also like one of the first shows that had four strong female characters and it was like all about them, you know? So it's, it's hard. It's hard because there are some good things, but a lot of problematic things. I don't think it passes the Bechdel test, though. And that's yes, like, it you don't think it does. Really? They talk only they about definitely dudes. definitely at least once in the entire series talk about their work or something. I, I bet the majority of, of episodes pass the Bechdel test. I think so too. I think they talk about like cocktails. Ooh, but the word cock is in there. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Um, what character do you most identify with? Like, are you a Carrie? Are you a Samantha? Oh, great question. Oh, man. <laughs> I guess Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm, Charlotte, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I'm the city. <laughs> of New York. I, I'm the sex. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, let's get uh, let's get into some questions for you guys. We said we date them, right? Yeah, we date these guys. Cassandra's my girlfriend, and Dylan's my boyfriend. Uh, so sorry if you were listening to this and slowly falling in love with us. Yeah, tough shit. Or with them. <laughs> Already. <laughs> I get it, man. <laughs> okay, so for today's episode, we had you guys in a crossover the crossover event of the century. We had you two take tests, mm-hmm. like Dylan and I do on Test Buddies. We had you take one, maybe two, if you had the time, sexuality quizzes uh, from BuzzFeed. So the most scientific of testing vehicles. It's extremely rigorous. It was a double-blind BuzzFeed test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also took the test. We'll post them on the show notes. But um, Well, it was judging how gay you were. And then also how straight you were. Two different tests. Mm-hmm. For the gay test, I got kind of gay. And I got a straight number of 13 out of 61. 
So that's a low straight number. Um, and therefore, I can assume, it could assume that I was gay. So I was both kind of gay and gay, according to BuzzFeed. I also took the same tests, and I got kind of gay and a straight number of 16 out of 31. I think... 61? 16 out of 61, which said, definitely gay. The, I felt like a little bit that uh, the second one was geared strictly towards men. It is hard to find a test for bisexuality. BuzzFeed is not repping uh, bisexuality in their quizzes. If you're maybe a community content curator, great opportunity. Fill the void. There's a lot of bisexuals. I feel like we point this out in every episode. The bisexuals make up the majority of the acronym. So, like, mark it to us. Yeah. Big B, baby. <laughs> I have to confess, when I was taking the straight quiz, I wanted to know if you referred to like your friends as like my man or buddy, and I was like, Dylan may ace this test. He may get the full 61 out For of 61. For sure, my man and buddy are a part of my vocabulary. No matter how ironically it may have started, it is, it is fully in there. Just like how I used to hang loose to make fun of hang loose. But now I just can't stop hanging loose and <laughs> it feels so good. Go give it a little try. Oh, I do this uh, instead of giving the Ooh. finger when I ride by somebody being a jerk. Oh, I love that. I do, I hang, just hang 10. I do a thumbs down instead of the finger. I also do a thumbs down. Do you ever show aggression to people on the street, Cassandra? No. And if I did, I would probably pretend it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, wait, so what do you think that Cassandra got? Uh, Cassandra, on the, the gay quiz, she got definitely gay. And then on the straight quiz, she probably got like a 9 out of 61. Because I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're not very straight. But also, <laughs> I think a lot of the questions uh, were very like, I don't think you're like, let's throw some dogs on the grill. You're more like, uh, you're bringing nice bratwursts and stuff. Yeah, the first the quiz had like a bunch of, it was like a multiple choice question, and the second quiz was like a list, and you would mark all of them that applied to you, and that was your straight number, I guess. So what'd you get? I got, on the first quiz, you're not gay. Oh. It said I'm not gay. This is an astonishing revelation, breaking news. I know, I, I am not gay in my real life, so they really nailed it. But then the second quiz said, phew, you're probably gay. You're probably got, gay. I'm probably gay. That's wow, what it says. You... My number was 24 out of 61. That's pretty good. 24. There were a lot of really whack questions on there. How did you do, Cassandra? I got a 6 out of 61. Whoa. So... Whoa. Nailed it. Yeah. Now you're even less straight than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Shocking revelation. <laughs> what about the other quiz? Did it say that you were super straight? Very gay. We all did. We all did pretty good. Dylan. Passed him. Dylan did the worst. I failed. <laughs> I failed. I did good on one of them. I got gay on one of them. I did the first time I took the one quiz with all of the questions. All of these questions were basically like, "Have you slept with people of the same sex? Do you want to?" And that one, when I first took it, I got bisexual. And then the second time that I took it, it was like, "Oh, that there was there was an option for bisexual in there." Yeah, there was. Nice. I don't know what I answered differently the two times. There was one question that was just like pick a box this box that box mm -hmm. whatever so maybe it was that one but I took a couple I those were like not real questions and it was probably only taking into account the other ones that were yeah. actually asking about your sexuality that's what I thought too I also thought that I mean we'll have to ask the scientists behind the BuzzFeed <laughs> quizzes to know for sure the BuzzFeed scientists yeah we'll have to wait for their peer-reviewed uh journal article um, I did take a couple of different quizzes trying to find which one we should include. We've mentioned them a few times in our terminology episode, like the Kinsey scale, and then one that's quadrants. But the problem, the quadrants one is pretty interesting because it's like heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, and asexual. And depending on your answers, you fall into one of those quadrants to a certain percentage. And the problem that I found was that it was all like in the last two weeks. So if you're in a monogamous relationship and have been for more than two weeks, it's kind of like, what's your sexual history for two weeks? 
Oh, so it's only asking about behavior, not about thoughts? Yeah, it, w- it, w- well, it was mostly like, I'm trying to think. I can, it was like, have you had sexual contact? Have you desired to have sexual contact with somebody? Like, have you pursued sexual contact with somebody mm. in the last two weeks? And I was like, well. That seems more targeted towards like asexual and sexual. Yeah. Than like if you're in a relationship. I feel like it would have been better if it was like over your lifetime. Obviously, a quiz isn't going to actually tell you your sexuality. <laughs> um, so we kind of wanted to have you guys on the show because a lot of the discourse that happens in the bisexual community it happens around dating and finding people to date and not being able to find people to date. Um, so we wanted to have you guys in and talk a little bit about how you found us and what it's like to be dating a bisexual person so that people can know. <laughs> I would say it's the best because I think you're the best person. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. So we've we solved it. All right, go home. That's it, guys. Go home. We've done it. So everybody should date Annie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done a. This is a real oh, shitty marketing oh, job for shit. myself. <laughs> I would also. No, Rose is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I also see a lot of memes that are like, I'm bisexual, so I'm awkward around everybody. And like, I'm bisexual and I don't want any of you. I don't particularly find those to be particularly empowering, like memes or t-shirts or jokes. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm bisexual, but I don't feel uncomfortable around everybody because I don't have a crush on everybody. And I am also don't think I'm, I don't know, I don't like shirts that are like, I stop traffic, like that kind of shit. I wear my hubris in my personality, not on my clothing. Um, so I feel like being I just like... I to look at my shirts because I never know what shirt I'm wearing. It probably says some dumb shit. I stop traffic. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a t-shirt that says Dylan sucks and it's a picture of my face. So I feel like that's kind of similar. Someone made that for Dylan. Yeah, but still, it's kind Poor of Dylan. It's kind of on the lines of uh, I stop traffic. Was, I think it was just good old fashioned bullying. It was I some think. good bullying. But wait, but you wear it? Yeah. <laughs> it was our. It was a team name for a trivia team because I left for a while, and so they changed the team name to Dylan Sons, <laughs> and they all sent me pictures of shirts with my face. All right, that's Very actually. Good. It seems like you're well liked. Yeah. Having just met you tonight for the first time. <laughs> So our first question, how did you find out your partner was bisexual? So Rose and I had gone on one date, uh, and during that date she talked about how she'd just been in like a six-year-long relationship. Um, So obviously after the date, I went back home and looked on her Instagram and was like, who is this person? (laughs) (laughs) And there were like women everywhere, but like no consistent woman. And then like some man that I was like, well, I guess that must be it. So it definitely wasn't like my first thought. I was definitely looking for a woman first. But then when the only consistent person was a man, then I was like, oh, she must be bisexual. And then on our second date... We were at trivia, and she said something about her ex, and then she was like, oh, who is a man? And I was like, oh, yes, I caught on that you were using male pronouns, so I got your hint. (laughs) (laughs) Sneaky hints. Sneaky hints. Did you at any point think that I might have, like, be gay, but just had not dated any women yet, and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm finally out of this relationship with this man and now I can finally be a a full-on lesbian sure that was definitely like a possibility but like I didn't really know and like at that moment like all that mattered was you seemed like you were interested in me and then like later on once you were like more comfortable you talked about like more of the details of like why like what your feelings were and like how you identified but like not until like later on Which I think makes sense. It's like, I definitely earlier in my 20s would always have the conversation on like first dates. Like, how did you know you were gay? Like, what's your sexual? And that was always like a first date topic. But like now that seems like kind of inappropriate to be asking that (laughs) stuff on a first date. Well, it's also interesting. It's like something that as a straight dude, you never really have that. 
you never have to have a conversation like that, right? Like, I I was never asked or, you know, asked people, well, how long have you been straight? How did you come <laughs> out to your parents as being straight or whatever? And that's just an interesting facet of the dating scene, how you just don't have to go through that as a straight person. Dylan, how did you find out that I was bisexual? Um, This episode of this podcast... Yeah, I, li- I had no idea. I was asked to come to a podcast, and I sat down, and I said, well, what do you guys talk about? Wait, you're what? <laughs> nah, I'm just jizing you. Jizing? Just jizing. Just joshing. Oh, just fun, fact, fun fact about Dylan and Cassandra, they are both from the great state of Colorado. That's true. But we don't say jizing in Colorado. No. That's a Dylan. Yeah. Um, no, but I found out that you were by... I don't remember exactly when, but, you know, we would talk about our dating history, and you talked pretty openly, pretty early on about dating women as well as men, and I, I never, I don't know if I asked you if you were bi, or, like, if that was an important thing for me to talk about, but I just kind of accepted it to be, to be true. Had you ever dated a disexual? A disexual? <laughs> dated a disexual? Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. I dated, I've dated people who had dated both sexes, definitely. That doesn't really factor in a lot for me, because if, if I'm in a relationship with someone, then they're, they're just dating a man, you know. I've, I've never been in a relationship with someone that was like a, an open thing, so it's never really been any different than dating a straight girl. I think the monogamy is like more important than, than the attraction to both sexes. It's like, well, either the attraction to me is going to win out or the attraction to somebody else is going to win out and that's going to be a problem <laughs> no matter no matter your sexuality. Yeah. That's yeah. true. We should add uh, Dylan and I's relationship is a monogamous one. Mm-hmm. Cassandra and I are... I was going to make a joke. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dylan so stole my goof! Like, no, we can take it again. You can say? have it. You I can was going to say, we are not monogamous. <laughs> Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh no. Oh no. I do have a friend who he was dating. He was dating this woman, and after like a year of them dating, he came up to her and was like, "I'm ready to be monogamous." And she was like, "Yeah, we've been monogamous for like months and months." And he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. We for sure have. I just we just hadn't talked about it." So I was like, "Oh my god." You were friends with him or her? Yeah, I was friends with him. Had he been monogamous? Um, n- n- no. <laughs> no, com- no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Cassandra, had you ever dated somebody who was bisexual, or I guess pansexual, or omnisexual? I'm sure, but I can't think of anybody. But I'm sure, though. And did you have to, like, process at all when you found out that I was bi? Maybe a little bit, but not, like, a ton. I wasn't, like, rocked by it. Yeah, I I agree. I don't think it mattered too much to me. I mean, obviously it mattered because it's a part of who you, Annie, are, but it didn't matter to me at all. I think if you had been somebody like generally less trustworthy like maybe I would have felt differently about it and like it would have worried me more but it would have like obviously not really have been about that it would have been about like not trusting them generally and that would have been like a fixation point but like obviously that's not like really the root issue if you're upset about something like that. And I think that's a huge problem with like how bisexuals are viewed in our culture is that it's like way less trustworthy because they like everybody so you just like can't trust them they're gonna be sleeping around with everybody which is just totally whack and unfortunate yeah like if you're worried they're gonna be sleeping around like that's the problem it's not not the bisexuality (laughs) that's the problem i have a follow-up question to that so by that logic are asexuals technically the best partner for a monogamous (laughs) relationship well yeah, but they don't really generally want to have sex. Yeah, that's the one. So like, well, they're not they going to cheat they on you. They want to have like emotional relationships. They can't, right? totally. so if they they're not a romantic. 
Okay. So then it could be like really easy for them to like accidentally cheat on you because all they have to do is like feel <laughs> oh, feel man. like Shit. yeah. I never even thought about yeah. that. <laughs> You're so right. Romantic <laughs> romantic cheating. Um, sorry, this is a good segue. So going into like how our culture views bisexuals, uh, did you have any exposure to? like other bisexual people or like bisexual people on tv or in movies or like entertainment i can't where else would you have like been exposed to bisexual friends people? not the television show <laughs> I, was like, I was like wait which friend was like very bisexual i don't remember all of them phoebe all i guess phoebe. all of the phoebe. actually i think phoebe was bisexual that's, that's what it would make sense and joey probably for sure for sure I think my exposure with bisexuals is, is much more heavily um, bisexual women. I think I've met more bisexual women than bisexual men. Um, I think the majority of men that I meet that are bisexual I don't really know about because I don't think it's as okay to talk about. Um, and even if we're like friends or whatever, I think there's still a lot of taboos. And I, I really I can't think of many. I think... My first exposure to bisexuality was definitely in high school, and there were a lot of girls that would say they were bi, but my impression was mostly that they just wanted attention from guys mm. and were saying that they were bi. So I think I definitely had a negative start with it because when I would be like, okay, great, like, let's hang out, they'd be like, oh, no, but not really. <laughs> it's just for show. Uh. And, like, obviously I haven't followed up with them now, so, like, maybe they are really bisexual and they just, like, were struggling with it themselves, but I don't know. Should we do, like, um, a segment where we look up all yeah, mm. all the bi's you've loved before? What percentage Whoa. of bisexuals are liars? <laughs> oh, no. From Cassandra's personal high school experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, well, this is a good question then. Has your perception of bisexuality and bisexuals changed since dating a, a bisexual? I think my perception changed like way before that. Like, otherwise, I'm sure I wouldn't have dated, dated you if I still thought they were all sneaks. That's true. <laughs> Doing it for attention. I'm pretty cool. I think I could overcome Also, any... if you're going on a one on one date off of Tinder, like, who, what male attention are you trying to? Oh, true. true. Look at this girl I'm dating in the bar or wherever you are. <laughs> I dated bisexuals before, and I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that maybe because you are more like active, actively trying to better the community and like bring awareness to the community, maybe I've become a little bit more aware of just like the difficulty and the kind of shit that bisexuals get from not just the straight community but I think a lot of the gay community too I mean I have seen a lot of like pretty toxic things of just like you need to choose and you should probably choose the gay side you know <laughs> from from the gay community which you know it's, it's interesting so I just like to learn from you thanks I like to learn about straight culture from Dylan like <laughs> grilling up the dogs grill up them hot dogs <laughs> and I learn about the lesbian bratwurst from Cassandra Mm. Every every sexuality, every sexual identification has their own preferred sausage. <laughs> what are preferred. asexuals? <laughs> That's a... Uh, Dry bun. Schnitzel. Kielbasa. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like Cassandra has the best and worst impression of asexual <laughs> stereotypes. Kielbasa is delicious. I know kielbasa is a good one, but... Asexuals are also the sneakiest when it comes to monogamy. <laughs> Not by any fault of their own. They can just be friends with somebody and be like, oh shit. Oh no, I'm cheating. Oh god. It's to you're totally right. Like I've never thought of that before. Dylan, you mentioned that you have a, a pretty cool community and a pretty open mind. You have a pretty open mind when it comes to sexuality. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get any shit for dating a bisexual? Man, I haven't got shit about it. I also don't, I don't really like talk about it that much. It's never... Um, excuse me, how are you promoting this podcast then? I know. Well, <laughs> I, that's actually true. That's actually true. Recently, I have been promoting the podcast a lot. And I think that's a very interesting time for someone to be like, oh, 
you're dating a bisexual? When I'm like, dude, you should listen to this great podcast I love uh, that my girlfriend's in. It's called Hello Goodbyes. And for them to be aggressive then is like a little bit, you know, that's it's not gonna, it's a bit of a turnoff to be aggressive about it. But I've never really gotten any negative questions or, or anything. What about you? Do you- um, I don't know, because I wonder if maybe people just assume that Rose is gay. Hmm. And I am contributing to bi erasure by not proactively telling people that Rose is bisexual. <laughs> it's interesting, right? Because, like, wh- if, I appreciate that you're trying to not erase me, but it also would be really weird if we were out somewhere and, like, somebody, one of your friends called me a lesbian. I don't even know what context this would come up. And, and you were like, no, no, no. She's bisexual. Like, yeah, was, would, would you? Would you guys? Would you guys want? Would you want that? Would you want us to like m- make sure to label you as as bi? I think it would depend on the context. Like, if somebody, I again, I don't know in what context this would come up, but if somebody was like, "Oh, well, Rose struggled through this relationship with that man for so many years, and now she can finally." be herself with Cassandra, I would want you to be like, oh, she's actually bisexual. So that was not a struggle. I just can't, like, I'm sure that somebody somewhere would say that, but not any of the people that I hang out with. Like, Yeah, it's hard to imagine a situation. I I think this is probably more of an issue with Rose than me because of compulsory heterosexuality. Said it, nailed it. Because, like, no one's going to be like, so Annie's straight, right? Yeah. I, I also just find it so hard to imagine. I mean, you, but I feel like I could see, like, my shitty uncle doing that. Oh, right? yeah. And, but then, even then, w- w- what's the point in trying to fight him on it? Like, just let that dude die, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no point in, like, or, or is there? Should I be like, no, no, she's she's bi. She's dated women, and... I love her, and you love her too now. Yeah, I mean, do whatever. For me personally, like, getting to freak that kind of person out is, like, yeah. one of the <laughs> truest pleasures. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. I'll keep that in mind. Hell yeah. So. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good to know. If it would result in, like, a familial issue, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't do that on my account. If it's going to be, like, a big old blowout fight... Mm-hmm. You can closet me. That's but like, fine. but like, what's what's the time to like try to push the by agenda? How what can I do to like enlighten people or or help people understand the the plight or the the plight? You know, the plight the bl- of the bisexual. The bi- <laughs> It's a me and David Attenborough do it, and he just describes the light of the bicep. Here they are in their natural habitat. And what is that? Uh, everyday life. Wow, that was a good answer. It's close. That's not a real <laughs> trap you laid there for me. I was gonna Sneaky say bisexuals laying traps. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> With their allies, the asexuals, just sneaking around. With their kielbasa. <laughs> their kielbasa. As bait. <laughs> I would totally fall for that. <laughs> um, I would say when when discussions of sexuality come up, that's like a good time to be like, my girlfriend's bisexual, mm. and she's mentioned this and this about the bisexual experience. I doubt that this would happen in context to either of our relationships, but if some if you hear somebody say mm-hmm. something that's biophobic or bi-erasure or whatever, um, correcting them, or I don't know how often people's exes come up in like, I don't know how often I'm talking about your ex with my friends, but if that were to happen and the person said like, oh, her ex-girlfriend, I would want you to be like, oh, boyfriend. Oh, sure. I definitely would. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but these all just seem like kind of common decency things. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Like, Do your parents know that uh, Annie's bisexual? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they 100% would not 
care even a little bit about that. My parents are hippies, and they they just love. They don't care about any of that kind of stuff. Like as long as she's down to skinny dip with them. Yeah. If she'll skinny dip with them, you, she can do whatever. But I'll get her naked in front of my parents. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Alexandra, do, does your family know that I'm bisexual? Probably not, but we don't really, like, talk about intimate, like, personal stuff like that. When are you guys going to go skinny dipping with your parents? That's only a straight thing. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> my bad. I am so sorry. It's really heteronormative of you, but uh, <laughs> I mean, Sandra just stormed out. I don't know if she's gonna come back. Oh my god, you guys, you guys are gonna get so much hate from straight people being like, "We don't actually skinny dip with our parents." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that guy's talking about. Honestly, if we start getting hate mail from straight yeah, people, I will assume it. we've made it. You've done it. You've made it. I guess I didn't. I never like did a formal coming out to you where I was like, "Sit down. I have something to tell you." But is there a way that you would have preferred to hear the news? Did I do okay? Yeah, you nailed it. Do you have any advice for a bisexual person's partner for receiving the information that indicates that their partner is a bisexual if it's not a you know, formal coming out? I was kind of thinking about this and... I don't think that there's really a particularly good way to do it. I mean, I, th- I think that the way you did it, where you just kind of talked about your past, was, was really great. And I think the only, the only piece of advice that I would give is like, and obviously this didn't happen with me because it, it didn't matter, but I guess like if somebody does freak out about it or has like a negative reaction, to try to give them grace a little bit. Not that they deserve it, but just like that's a good thing to do in a relationship when somebody has like a, a negative reaction to something that you're like, whoa, whoa, you shouldn't have a negative reaction about that. Just to be like, try to help them through it and be supportive. Because if it's something they can't get over, they're not worth your time, for sure. You're freaked out about this because of whatever shitty thing your parents and community have ingrained in you. Because I, I think that there's no right way to, to come out to uh, a partner as bisexual. I think you just tell the truth of who you are and if that is a problem, which I feel like it should rarely be, then you you should try to like help them work through that. Your advice is great, Dylan, because I think it's really easy to have a negative reaction off the bat or feel defensive or scared, and then... Based on their negative reaction. Oh, I mean, or, the oh, person that, who's yeah, sure. receiving or sure. who's being come came out to come out got it oh, <laughs> gross <laughs> come out is not <laughs> oh the person is being come out i don't think i like that one. Jeez, i don't like it up there it's a sexual act yikes um, damn especially if you're in like if you're far in the relationship it can be tough to not be a little bit like taken aback and to just give that person like a moment yeah. Because you know what you're going to say. Exactly. And they have no idea. So you yeah. got to at least give them a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like give them some grace. Allow them to say some maybe hurtful things and be like, do you really feel this way? And like try to work it out. Because obviously nobody deserves that. But, you know, people can kind of suck. Cassandra, how did I do? Do you wish that I had done anything differently? And do you have any additional advice for people coming out or people hearing about their partner coming out? I mean, I think you were just very cagey about it because you were uh, maybe nervous about how I would react. So, I mean, I think if you were to do it in the future, which you will not be doing, (laughs) um, (laughs) that you wouldn't be as nervous about it and you would be able to just be more upfront, probably, I would hope. Cassandra, can I ask you to speak for the entire lesbian community for a second? Sure. As the spokesperson for the entire lesbian community, um, do you know of people who won't date bisexuals or do bisexuals have a bad rap among lesbians? Um, I don't know if I personally know any, but I think definitely yes, within the lesbian community as a whole, bisexuals have like a bad rap. I definitely think they're like, oh, they're they're just taking like the easy way out to be with a man like they're not truly like into women they're just gonna always end up with men in the end 
And Dylan, to the straight men who perhaps hypersexualize bisexual women, mm. what would you say to them? Cut it out. <laughs> Stop that. How would you tell them how unsexy I am? <laughs> now this is for sure a trap. I played the fifth. Sneaky, I played the fifth. Sneaky bisexual no. trap. <laughs> Where's the kibasa? Oh wait, no, that's asexual. <laughs> It is, it is definitely a problem that I see, you know, like, I, I feel like it's, like, super hot to have a chick who likes chicks, you know, and I think that that's, it's kind of problematic, I think. It's just not great. Well, really, in that context, bisexuals would be, like, the tippy top, like, the ideal, yeah. because, like, you wouldn't want just two lesbians who then would want literally nothing to do with right. you. You would yes. want two bisexuals yeah. making out. Yeah, I think, I think that's true. But I still think, again, that that's, like, a weird... That's, like, okay, so then you're into maybe non-monogamy. Okay, I think that's, like, a totally acceptable thing, and that's something that you can figure out as long as you do it with your partner. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that there's an, an idea of bisexuals as, like, yeah, well, like, you know, whatever. We'll just do do whatever we want whenever we want with, like, a bunch of babes or whatever. And that's just not how a relationship works, you know? I feel like there's people don't talk to each other maybe enough about that kind of thing right like if you're in a relationship just talk to the other person about it like all the stigmas about bisexuals like well they're always going to pick a man or a woman it's like well that's just monogamy they can only be monogamous with one person so it's going to be a man or a woman <laughs> those are the options well non-binary person uh non-binary mm -hmm. excuse me <laughs> straight straight white dudes just trampling over everything you're going to end up with somebody, is the point, if you're going to be monogamous. And the idea that that's, like, not okay or okay should be something that you can talk about. Yeah, it shouldn't say something about the entire group Community. of people. Yeah, absolutely. Are bisexuals better lovers? Or is it just us? I can't, I can't say whether it's just you or all bisexuals. Because in my experience, Annie's just the best. No. At sex. Rose is the best. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. It's an old, a good old fashioned sex off. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky bisexual trap worked. <laughs> There's also our weekly bylights segment. Uh, September is Bisexuality Month. Do you guys know? Did you no, guys know? I do now. It's Bisexuality Awareness Month. Welcome to the greatest month of the year. It's a great month to tell someone you're bisexual, share a podcast about bisexuality, uh, get a flag, hang a flag, rock it. Email your favorite <laughs> bisexual podcasters. <laughs> Please email us at hellogoodbyes for 2069com That's H-E-L-L-O-G-O-O-D-B-I-S-42069 at gmail.com. Um, also, Bi Visibility Day is, is September 23rd. Okay, so we are definitely releasing this podcast after Bisexual Visibility Day on September 23rd. We're so sorry that we got behind, but we are excited to share that we hosted a potluck social at the Brooklyn Community Pride Center. Huge thanks to everyone who was able to come out and to Yako and Jerry at the Pride Center who helped us put on such an amazing event. Also, even though Bisexuality Awareness Month is coming to a close, I still think you should do all the things we mentioned on the daily and make yourself feel good and amazing. We see you, and you're valid. Okay, back to the episode. Uh, it's a great day to come out if you're ready to come out. Uh, if you're already out, it's a great day to... Stay out. Stay out. Wait, <laughs> <Right>, no. <laughs> Get yourself a little treat. Pat yourself on the back. You're doing great. You're doing real good at being bisexual. Make your partner buy you something. <laughs> if you... If you have means, if you have the partner. Take a bite of something sweet. Bite. Oh, yeah. I like that. Take a bite out of crime. Rose, do you have any bylights? <clears throat> I do have a bylight. You may have heard that Ryan Russell came out as bisexual. He is the first out LGBTQ member of the NFL. 
Um, he wrote a letter for ESPN.com. Um, he's also, maybe one of you can answer, he's a free agent, which means... He's not on a football team. Which means he's not on a football team. <laughs> so pick him up, somebody. <laughs> um, but he wrote in his letter... My truth is that I'm a talented football player, a damn good writer, a loving son, an overbearing brother, a caring friend, a loyal lover, and a bisexual man. And he closed it out with, whatever I was to you before this letter, I'm still that now. We just know each other a little better. Hmm. If you oh haven't God. read the letter, it he's right. He's a damn good writer. He's a damn good writer. It's mm. really well written. Yeah. And I think also in his letter he said, there's nobody out in the NFL, the MLB, NHL, NBA, 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 NBA. Sure, there are people. Definitely people in the WNBA. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, imagine women's lot, professional soccer. Yeah, women's yeah. sports has, is a lot more Tennis. open. Yeah, we got yeah. yeah, so he's basically in a lot of the major U.S. men's sports leagues. Nobody's out yet, so he's really paving the way and mm-hmm. doing an awesome job of it. And there's just 0% chance he's the only bisexual or man who is attracted to other men in those sports. It's just super not cool to, to be into dudes in those big bro fests. He actually told a story about a blogger who had, like, followed the guy he was dating on Instagram and messaged him and was like, I know you guys don't have any posts together, but I see you in each other's stories and at the same clubs all the time. I know you're an item. And he wrote the blogger and was like, I'm not ready to be out yet. You're really going to screw up my whole life. And the blogger was like, all right, I'll do you a favor. And in this letter, he's like, how is that doing me a favor? Like, this is so sad on all the levels. Yeah. All the levels. I'm sure there there are probably a lot of professional men's professional sports players who would love to be out, but they know that doing so would ruin their career. It'll be interesting since this guy's a free agent, like, what's going to happen? Will he get picked up by yeah. a team, or is, does this make him too toxic? It could also go the other way where some team's like, all right, we're going to go into this. We're going to be pro-bisexuality and pro-LGBTQ, and they'll be like, we're going to do it, and we're going to become the poster child team. I mean, I hope that happens. I think, you know... Well, you could get a lot of good players if nobody else wanted these great players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. So we're going to start a fantasy football league where you can only draft bisexuals. That's <laughs> rough. <laughs> rough stuff. You have one player. Yeah. <laughs> you just pass them around every week. <laughs> that's the level of fantasy football I am capable of handling. So we also I found this last week, so it's maybe old news, but I thought it would be appropriate for this week's topic. Bella Thorne, who is an out bisexual actress, maybe a singer, um, her boyfriend said a bunch of biphobic shit. Speaking at an event, he said, my girlfriend is bisexual. Some of you might think that I'm a lucky boy because of that, which is also just a gross way to phrase it. Mm. Um, well, I think I will consider myself lucky the, the day that there is more than one person in my bed. Adding with a smile that Bella's interest in men and women will make him even more jealous as a boyfriend. I am a very jealous person, and since she is bisexual, it's even harder for me now. That's so embarrassing. Uh, controversial opinion. She should dump him. Can Whoa. we start a free Bella hashtag and encourage her Whoa. to dump no-name person? <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> no-name bummer. Bummersville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad we don't know his name. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to give him any airtime. He doesn't deserve it. The SEO. We also have some Bising Stars. My Bising Star this week is Mae Martin. She is a comedian. I think she's Canadian. Uh, Canadian, 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 Canadian. <laughs> I thought Canadian was like a, that was like, that's like what you call a bisexual who just came out or something. It was like a key phrase. A Canadian? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, was, I thought I was learning some cool new lingo, but then I was like, nope, that's just a country. You can, you can just be from Canada. She's Canadian. And I was like, oh, what, kind, what is Canadian, that? wink. <laughs> I, I was excited to find out what that meant. She's actually, this is maybe what being Canadian is. Um, she's out as LGBT, but has resisted explicitly identifying her sexuality as bisexual or lesbian. 
Um, she did a very good BBC series. All of her stand-up is pretty good. She made a series for BBC uh, radio called May Martin's Guide to 21st Century Sexuality. And it's great. It's very thoughtful. I usually like really goofy, like loud, boisterous comedy. And it's not that. It's like, it's storytelling and like, what do you call that kind of comedy where you just point out stuff from real life that's ridiculous? Observational. Observational comedy. Um, but I, I liked it. I thought it was really fun and charming. So check it out. May, May Martin. I have a kind of non-traditional Bising star. I have no idea how to pronounce this person's name. Mamatiazi. Can you help me, Cassandra? You're smart. No, I don't know. Okay. Mama Tiazi and Israel Walker uh, fabricated a bisexual chair. So there is a stereotype that bisexuals cannot sit, right? Knees up, Annie. Mama Tiazi designed, just sketched out a chair for bisexuals to sit in. And um, <laughs> Israel Walker was like, my kid's bisexual. I want to build the chair. So he did. And that's really cool that someone's kind of goof idea, a dad can take that and be a really good ally with it. We'll link to that. It's really very nice. Cool. It's cute. Did you guys yeah. bring Bising Stars? I did. I did bring one. Please. No, please, Cassandra. You, I've been talking first a lot. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, so I watch a show called Madam Secretary. Dude, my dad loves that show. It's an amazing show. <laughs> Underappreciated. Um, it's just very formulaic, very comforting. <laughs> There's a character who I think I assumed was gay um, by erasure, I guess. And he's just like super into musical theater, um, that kind of stuff, the way he dresses. So everybody is just like, oh, he must be gay. But nobody ever said that. And then eventually he comes out as bisexual. What's the character's name? Blake. Blake Griffin, the NBA basketball man. I don't think so. It is him. Um, <laughs> I, I know sports, so I can assure you it is him. I would just like to say I, for some reason, in my mind, Cassandra's telling me about this show before any character came out as bisexual, and I was like, it takes place in 1942, maybe 1950. Who knows? So interesting. Um, it's not. It's definitely modern. <laughs> It's very West Wing feeling from yeah. the clip that you showed me. It's basically the West Wing. The West Wing with buys, I'm there. Mm. More yeah. like the best wing. Woo! 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 <laughs> Josh, Joshua Lyman was my first TV crush. Did you know that? Oh. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Fast talking. Fast talking. Fast talking smooth boy. Mine was uh, Zach Powers and Kelly Kapowski. Dylan, who is your first TV crush and also who is your Bising star? And is it the same person? Mm-hmm. Mm, no. <laughs> How sweet would that be? Who was my first TV crush? Wait, does that have to be a TV show? Mine was Topanga from Topanga. Boy Meets World. What a great, great choice. Yeah. Great choice. I wasn't really allowed to watch TV that much, so it was probably like a movie. Might have been Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. Disney Channel film. Oh, I thought you were saying oh, Xena, yes. Warrior Princess. No, no, Xenon, yes, Girl that. of the 21st Century. She lives in fucking space. Yeah, she's How hot great. is that? You know? Um, sorry, I don't live in space for you. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Soon. we'll be broadcasting from space. <gasps> Live from space. <laughs> but my Bising Star, I, does your, is it supposed to? No, because Stephanie Beatrice is one of them. I was like, how famous do I go? I was really stressed about it, but I wanted to pick Lil Nas X. I think it's really great for him to come out as like a young rapper. I think that, you know, the rap community is particularly harsh on especially like gay men and for him to come out. Um, and, you know, he hasn't like used the word bisexual, but he did have a tweet that said, just because I'm gay doesn't mean I'm not straight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's fucking sweet. I love that. And he's like really unapologetic. And I think it's like, that's a great shift of the tide you know and like him tyler the creator coming out and saying that he's had like a lot of gay thoughts if maybe not acted on them or whatever i, I just think it's really great i think that that's like a, a great community to have uh somebody very prominent and like on fire right now yeah we mentioned uh little nas x a few episodes ago but we didn't 
call him out as, as a Bising I know, Star. I know, I was checking the Bising Stars and I didn't know if that was No, that's okay. great. I regretted in that episode not specifically naming him as a Bising Star. I would say also, we'll note Ryan Russell is officially a Bising Star. The NFL player. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he goes, he goes on the list. He's new. We, we're, the news item is the reaction. And the fact that this is the first person who's out in the NFL. But he himself is certainly smart, a bising star. Yeah. Um, call for advice. I don't know if you guys need advice, but Rose and I sure do. I need advice about, say you're someone who wants to plan an event for queers in your area. How do you go about doing that? How do you get people from your community to come to the event or help with the event um, what pre-existing organizations should you reach out to to get support and attendees uh, and then once you have people coming and a venue and things to do how do you get people to talk to each other and have fun <laughs> I think you just have Rose Planet yeah I think that's maybe the trick like get get like one charismatic leader get like three or four really outgoing people to come. If you're a professional party planner, you can email us at hellogoodbyes42069 at gmail.com. That's H-E-L-L-O-G-O-O-D-B-I-S 42069 at gmail.com. Show off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, My my call for advice is uh, what types of questions if you're First meeting with a mental health professional, what are the first types of questions that you should ask to make sure they're going to jive with your sexuality? Because I feel like I've gone to therapists and I know what kind of questions I want to get out there or things I want to kind of talk about lightly to make sure that the person's going to be chill about. But I have not been to a mental health professional since I've been out. So what should I ask? I've been to two mental health professionals, both queer women, and the first one I initially, like, picked because she was queer, Um, but I just, like, didn't vibe with her, and I didn't vibe with that type of therapy, Um, so I don't know. I would just say that the sexuality thing is maybe not the most important thing, and that maybe it's more about just, like, whether they vibe with you as a person. Mm -hmm. Do you guys need any advice about anything? I don't know. I guess I would just ask other people the question I asked earlier about like what can I do, what can what can I do to be a a, a better ally to, you know, maybe not just the bisexual community, but you know all all of the the queer community or LGBTQ plus whatever whatever phrasing you wish. Dylan, you should listen to the episode right before this one that isn't out yet. Because we talk about that a lot. Okay. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> they answered already answered all, it. All the questions. <laughs> Cassandra, do you need any advice on anything related to this podcast or otherwise? No, I'm perfect. <gasps> Shit. <laughs> what a flex. That was a perfect flex. Perfect <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> She pushed Annie's microphone over. (laughs) She left again. She stormed out. (laughs) She's gone. Okay, we're going to do the sign-off. Goodbye from the the goodbyes. goodbyes. Yay!